This is day number 13 of our 21 days of prayer. And to put into context where we are in terms of day 13, we had made the commitment uh, during the 21 days that we wanted to cover every second of every minute of every hour of every day during the 21 days in prayer. And so where we are as of right now in this service, we have covered 894 20-minute times of prayer. And to parse that out, what that means is 17,880 minutes have already been spent in prayer. And so what's been really encouraging to me is whether it's 2 a.m. or 2 in the afternoon or 10 p.m. or 10 in the morning, uh, there is somebody from Genesis who has signed up for a 20-minute prayer slot that is giving themselves over to prayer. And it has already been pretty awesome to know uh, that God has been moving in response to the prayers of His people. Because uh, at the heart of this series, at really the heart of 21 Days, what I hope all of us catch and not just catch, but are really convinced of, is just this. Prayer matters. Prayer matters. God not only calls all of us and invites all of us into prayer, but God actually moves in response to the prayers of His people. And as I've shared with you now two Sundays in a row, if we really want to see not only God work, but actually be part of that work that God is doing, it's not going to happen apart from a praying people. Now, let me just ask that question. How do I know that to be true? How do I know uh, that not only God moves in response to the prayers of His people, but it is our opportunity to partner with what God wants to do in and with and through people's lives? How do I know that? And I want to answer that question with a question. And the question that I want to ask you and way to answer this is, how did you get to where you are today, spiritually speaking. How did you land or arrive at the place you are today, spiritually speaking? How did you get there? All of you on a morning like this, when I got here, it was 10 degrees. How did you get to the place where you woke up this morning and you cared enough to leave your home and come and be part of a gathering like this, where you knew that we were going to sing some songs we were going to have some time where someone would share a message. We'd spend some time in prayer, and you'd connect with some other people. How did you get to the point in your journey that you cared enough to come here? There's a lot of you who not only come here, but you're serving on a team. There's a lot of you that are here that not only are serving on a team, but you're part of a group that actually meets during the week. There's many of you here that are saying, you know what, I'm actually excited about what God's doing here, and I want to financially support the work that God is doing with and through Genesis. And there's many of you here that are taking it even step further and saying, not only do I want to come, but I want to invite other people to join me and be part of what God is doing here. So I just want to ask you the question, how did you get to that point where you cared enough to actually come to something like this and be part of something like this? Now, I realize that you could probably answer that question in a variety of ways, but there is one answer that would be true for every single person here this morning, no matter who you are and no matter where you are. And that answer would simply be this, someone prayed you there. Somebody prayed you to the very place and position that you are today. You might know who that someone is really, really well. 
And for others, you might not really know who that someone is that's been praying for you, but every single one of us here today are where we are, spiritually speaking, because someone has been faithfully taking your name to heaven. My point is this, God uses the prayers of his people to bring us all to the point and place and position of where each of us are today. I don't know who it is that's been praying for you, but God is moving in your life in response to the prayers that have been and are continually being prayed for you. Just take a moment, if you would, and consider, gosh, who in my life has prayed me to this place where I'm here today? Who in my life has prayed me to the point where I care about God, where I want to know more about God, where I want to help other people know more about God? Like, who is the person or the peoples in your life that has just prayed for you so much so that you've gotten to the point where you are? Because what I don't want us to miss is that God uses prayer to advance His mission. And not just advance His mission in your life or in my life. God uses prayer to advance His mission in the world. Because one of the things I really want us to see this morning is... Prayer uniquely aligns our hearts with God and His mission for the world. Like when we are praying, God uniquely aligns our heart with what His heart is. When I'm praying for someone else or a, a story or circumstance or situation, God is uniquely aligning my heart with His through prayer. But what God is ultimately doing is He is aligning my heart with His mission for the world. If you're familiar with uh, the New Testament, there's many letters that comprise the New Testament. And there's an individual named Paul who wrote many of these letters. And in the letters that he would write to these young churches, he was always reminding them of how he was faithfully, constantly, consistently praying for them. But then he would also remind them, please also be in prayer for me. And if you look at one of his letters that he wrote to a church in Ephesus, he said this, Pray in the Spirit at all times on every occasion. Let me read that again. Pray in the Spirit at all times. Not just when you think that they might need it or when it's convenient, but at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. Not just some believers that you might know, not just a few in your bigger uh, sphere of influence, but Paul gives the challenge, your prayers for all of God's people everywhere. See, to pray in the Spirit is to ask God and depend upon the Spirit of God. God naturally left to myself, I'm not going to pray. I just can't do that. I don't know how, and often I don't even know what to pray for. So God, by your spirit, would you guide me? Would you lead me? Would you encourage me? Would you help me to be a man or a woman of prayer? Because the Bible says that we should be people who pray in the spirit, but it also says that we should be a people who pray at all times, no matter where we are, no matter what we're doing, on every occasion. And the Bible says that we are to be persistent in our prayers. I know I point to the sticker a lot, but it is a reminder for me and for us as a church that God has said, don't ever stop praying for all people everywhere, not just some or a few, but all people everywhere on every occasion, make the most of those occasions and opportunities to be a people who are in prayer. 
What this 21 days has been teaching me afresh is that prayerlessness leads me to making my life about my life. When there is a lack of prayer happening in my life, what's ultimately happening in my life is I'm making the mission of my life me. But what the season of prayer is teaching me is prayerfulness aligns my heart to Mizio Dei, the mission of God. Prayerfulness aligns my heart to Mizio Dei, and Mizio Dei is just Latin for the mission of God. See, God has a mission for the world, and His mission for you, for the entire world, is that the world would know Jesus. If you want to know the purposes of God, if you want to know the mission of God, is that the world would know Jesus, that the world would trust Jesus. God's mission for the world is salvation. Because sin has separated all of humanity from God. It has cut us off from God. But God's heart, God's mission, God's mission for you, mission for the world is that we would repent of our sin, the thing that separated us from God, and that we would turn to Jesus, the only one who actually brings us into relationship with God. That is God's purpose. That is Missio Dei. His mission is that the world would know Jesus that the world would turn to Jesus. John Piper, who is a uh, pastor, author, uh, has written many books, but one of his books on missions in particular is really powerful, speaking into the mission of God and our role in the mission of God. And he said this, it's almost impossible to overemphasize the awesome place of prayer and the purposes of God for the world. I love it. It's almost impossible to overemphasize the awesome place of prayer in the purposes of God for the world. See, I'm thankful that God is allowing all of us here to be part of His mission. We express it through the language of we want to help all people walk with God. We want to help all people know Jesus. But for a very young church, and we're now nine and a half years, we're coming up on double digits this year. For a very young church, one of the things that we decided at the very beginning is we don't want it to just be about our small little church here. We want to be part of God's mission, and God's mission is not just local here in Woburn and the surrounding towns. God's mission that He's inviting us to be part of is so much bigger, and we don't want to lose sight of that. God is a global God. He is a missional God who cares about the globe, the world, and all peoples, all nations, all tribes, all tongues. And so we made the decision that we want to be part of not just a local expression of mission, we want to be part of a global expression of mission. And so we said, God, who are some church, churches or church plants or missionaries that we could be developing some friendships and some relationships with? God, who are some people that we could not only just financially support, not only just relationally support, but God, we are convinced that prayer matters. Who are some men and some women, some churches and church plants and some missionaries that we could be faithful and relentless in praying for? Because God, we know that prayer aligns our heart with you and it aligns our heart with your mission. And so currently right now, uh, we have relationships with many different churches and church plants and missionaries, but there are nine specific that we support on a month-to-month -month basis. We have three churches that we support internationally, we have two different missionaries that we support nationally, and we have four different church, uh, churches and church planters that we support uh, that I would just consider more local or regional. 
And so what I wanted to do in the remainder of the time that we had this morning is actually do what Scripture tells us to do. Not just talk about prayer, but actually spend some time praying for the very men and women that God has given us the privilege and the opportunity to be in relationship with, in partnership with, because God is moving here, but God is moving across the world. And so we just want to spend a few moments uh, of our gathering today praying for our different church plants and our different missionaries. Uh, I'm going to invite uh, some of our different leaders uh, and folks who know the missionaries or church planters that we are supporting, uh, and we're going to spend just some time faithfully walking through these different nine missionaries and church planters and their church plants and praying for them. So I wanted to invite uh, my friend Cheryl Lynn uh, to come up. Uh, Cheryl Lynn uh, has actually been to France with us. Uh, she is going to specifically pray for uh, a church that we've had the privilege of partnering with uh, for the last almost five years now, uh, Le Ravage. It's in Aix-le-Bain, France. And uh, so I've asked Cheryl Lynn to pray for our friends um, in France. Approach the throne of grace together. Awesome Heavenly Father, you gave your son's life because you love the world. In this moment, I intercede on behalf of the people of France, whom you love dearly. Even in its most polished buildings and fashionable clothing live people longing for a home, for riches and beauty that do not decay. Even those who feast on some of the finest cuisine in all the world still hunger and thirst for real, lasting satisfaction. You have grieved with the people of France over several horrifying terrorist attacks in recent years. God, let that evidence of evil turn hearts longing for answers, longing for more than what the world has to offer to you, Jesus. Specifically, let your light shine through your local church, Le Rivage, in Aix-les-Bains. Let your word roar through the teaching of Pastor Thierry and others being raised up to lead. Jesus, we humbly ask you to do what you promised to do. Bring restoration, purpose, healing, hope, and new life to that and surrounding communities. We ask you to entrust hundreds of new and growing believers to Pastor Thierry and his leadership team. And as you do, I pray, Lord Jesus, would you provide a building and the money to buy it in the center of town where they may gather and welcome all who come to learn about you. And even as we wait on your perfect timing, Lord Jesus, with the Rivage to see your provision, we trust this season of home base and biweekly gatherings in which your praises are sung and your word is taught and talked about will not return to you void. Thank you for the teachers and the leaders that you are raising up. Strengthen Thierry, Valerie, and their family. Let them have precious family time in the midst of working so hard to build relationships and to tend this growing body of believers. And for that growing body, Lord, um, we just give you thanks that they call you Lord and Savior, that they are carrying the torch of your hope and love in their circles. Bless them, Father, and let them see fresh stories of you at work in and through them. We pray these things in the soul-saving name of Jesus, knowing that your desire is that no one should die apart from knowing you, but that everyone should have a loving relationship with you forever. Au nom de Jésus, Amen.
Thanks, Sherilyn. Uh, I've asked uh, my wife, uh, Kyla, uh, to come up and uh, pray for our church and church planting uh, movement that we're part of there. Cadis um, uh, is uh, the leader of a church planting uh, group called 2020 and also is part of leading um, a church called Eagles. And so we've been thankful to partner with Thierry and what God is doing in Albania. Uh, for two years, I think. So uh, I know I'm inviting people to pray, but one of the things I don't want us to miss is I'm asking you to pray. I'm asking you to join in and just saying, God, would you bless uh, these churches in France and now in Albania as well. So this is not just us praying. This is all of us praying for what God is doing uh, around the world. Thanks, Kyla. Lord, I just thank you and praise you for what you have been doing in Albania. And Lord, I specifically lift up Cadis and Rudina. God, I thank you for the way that you have so faithfully worked in their lives. Lord, that you reached into both of their lives and called them to you. God, that you have filled both of them with a passion for you and for your word and for other people to know you. Lord, I thank you for the ways that you have used Cadis and Rudina to impact so many people through their ministry with crew, through the church that you've called them to plant, Eagles Church in Tirana, and Lord, through this church planting network, 2020. Lord, I thank you for the ways that you have been working in their family. Lord, just this year they saw you answer so many prayers, especially in regards to health, both Rudina and for their daughter Emma. Lord, that you came through and you answered, and I thank you for the ways that you are showing yourself to be faithful, and to be powerful in their lives. Lord, I pray specifically for their family. God, that you would help them uh, to continue to, each one of them, Cadis and Rudina and their children, to run hard after you. Lord, that they would grow in their relationships with you. That as a family, that they would reflect to the world around them, the city around them, what it looks like, what your love looks like. Mm. Lord, they've asked for prayer for their daughter, Emma, who's heading into high school next year for wisdom and guidance to know which school she should be placed in. So, God, I pray that you would provide that. Lord, I pray, too, for their children as they are such a part of the ministry that Cadis and Rudina are doing. Lord, that you would bless them, that they would catch a vision for their own lives, their own ministry, that you'd use each child, Lord, to uh, impact the, the world that they're in the school that they're in, the friends that they have. Lord, use this family, continue to use this family to be a beacon of light, to shine to the, to the world around them. And Lord, I pray for their impact, not just in Albania, not just in Tirana, the city they live in, but Lord, that you would work through this family, work through their ministry to impact the Balkans, to impact all of Eastern Europe. Lord, you tell us that the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few, and that we are to pray for you to send out more workers. And Lord, I pray that you would do that. Their Church Planning Network 2020 has 80 churches in Eastern Europe. Lord, I pray that by the end of this year that there would be 100 churches. Lord, I pray that you would raise up people, raise up Albanians, raise up people from their own church eagles, Raise up other people from around the globe, Lord, to come to this area, to come to the Balkan regions, to plant churches, to help people to see you. Lord, I pray that you would do that. I pray that you would do something big, that they would see 
so many people being raised up from their own community and that they would see people coming from around the world, Lord, to join in what you're doing. God, I thank you that you have a heart for the people of Eastern Europe, that you, this area of the world has been so uh, just torn apart by war. I pray, Lord, that you would move in a powerful way and that Cadis and Regina would have a powerful testimony of seeing you at work this year. I pray that in Jesus' name. Um, invite Linda Chilson uh, to come and pray for Spain. Uh, there is a young man uh, in our midst whose name is Dylan, who had been attending Genesis for uh, the last three or four years and felt God's call on his life uh, to partner with uh, World Team, uh, which is their hardest to help plant churches in Spain. Uh, so we're really excited for Dylan and have asked Linda to pray for Dylan and uh, the ministry of ch church planting in Spain. Thank you that we can call you Abba Father. We come before you, Lord, and thank you for your amazing provision for us in this country, that we can come fearlessly before you and never have any issue of any consequences that we can come and pray. Thank you, Lord, for Dylan. Thank you, Lord, that he loves you. Thank you, Lord, that he is sold out to you. Thank you, Lord, that you allowed us to get to know him while he was looking for your provision of financial support. Thank you for his gifting. And now, Lord, as you are about to, to lead him embarking to Madrid, Spain, Father, we ask that you would continue to provide the financial resources for this young man who has such a passion for your people in Spain. Lord, I pray for him as he steps into your calling for his life. Pray for the team that you are building and developing there in Madrid, that their hearts would be knit together for the sole purpose, Lord, of being your emissaries in the presence of people that don't know you. I pray, Father, Lord, for Dylan as he transitions from a country that's completely free into a situation, Lord, that you've called him to. You have prepared him, Father, for this task, and you will go before him, but we know you will come up behind him. Father, we pray for the transition of a home, that, Lord, that you would provide him for knowing where the grocery store is, Lord, where the churches are that you would like him to serve in. Father, we know that you have gone and you will go before these people because you love them. Your heart for them is great. I pray, Father, that you would continue to prepare Dylan. Lord, call us to pray for Dylan as he steps out in faith to be your emissary there. Lord, we know that you are a great God and that you do desire that all would come to faith and to know you personally as their Abba Father. Lord, thank you for this time of prayer, and we pray, Father, your blessing upon this day. And I pray for that in Jesus' most precious name. Amen. Thanks, Linda. We've uh, been praying through those that we are in relationship with internationally, and uh, we want to bring it now a little bit closer uh, to national. And uh, we've got uh, a family that uh, was part of Genesis for many, many years. They moved to Orlando. They're part of Crew, uh, formerly known as Campus Crusade. So I've invited Don Corbin uh, to come and pray not only for the Millers, but uh, if you're not familiar with Crew, it is a phenomenal ministry that is impacting students uh, both nationally and internationally. So we want to pray for the Millers, but we're praying for Crew's impact as well. Dear God, I pray for the Miller family, Nate, Kim, Joa, Micah, and Isaiah and the ministry they serve, Crew. Thank you for sending them to the Crew headquarters in Orlando. I praise you, Father, that you've gifted them in the areas of finance and discipleship, 
and that they faithfully work behind the scenes to provide support for the field staff. I pray for Nate as he's in Denver working on simplifying financial processes specifically for those who work with students, athletes, and those who take the Jesus film to cities and towns, both nationally and internationally. God, I pray that you would continue to use crew to reach the ends of the earth with the good news of your son, Jesus. God, we pray that the men and women who serve you with crew would see great fruit and new life as they share the gospel, that hearts would be gripped by your love and forgiveness, and that lives would be transformed. God, we praise you for the 100-plus staff that are gathered in Colorado right now preparing for summer missions. Bless the work of their hands and work mightily in the lives of the students who will be joining the, these teams. Give them boldness to share the gospel. Prepare the hearts of the lost who will he, be able to hear the, your truth for the first time this summer. Mm. Father God, we pray for those um, that, that have been renewed with a heart of service for you among the crew staff. And I pray that Nate and Kim would remain encouraged and filled with faith for all that you are doing. Protect their family from the darts of the enemy. And finally, Lord, I pray for our local crew staff. I pray that you would continue to impact those 42 greater Boston campuses and our local high school crew groups. May our students be equipped and encouraged as they walk with you and share what you've done for them with their friends. I pray that they will see your faithfulness as you use their lives to draw the hearts of their friends to yourself and that they will rejoice in the new life that comes. In your precious name, God, we ask all these things. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Dawn. Then asked uh, Rachel uh, Shola to come and pray. Uh, she's praying specifically for another campus ministry that uh, we're really encouraged to be working with uh, in Disciple Makers and uh, specifically the missionary that we've partnered with. Her name is Shannon, Cam Shannon Campbell and uh, she works at Penn State. So I've asked Rachel to pray for her in that ministry. Oh Lord, I'm so thankful for Shannon, Lord, and for, for her obedience, Lord, to um, carry out the calling that you've placed in her life. Lord, I'm privileged to pray for her this morning, and I, as a church, we're privile privileged to support her, Lord, in all that she's doing at Penn State. Lord, I pray that her and her staff would make much of you, Lord, every time they step foot on campus. Mm. Lord, I pray that they would see you work in magnificent ways, Lord, that they would glorify your name and honor you, Lord, in every interaction, in every connection that they make with the students at Penn State. Lord, and I pray for a crazy revival to happen at Penn Amen. State, Lord. I pray that hundreds, if not thousands of students, Lord, would experience new life in you. We know that it is a fertile ground, Lord. There are over 40,000 students, and I pray that, Lord, the, semester, the spring semester of 2019 would see the most students ever, Lord, come to know Christ, that they would accept you as their Lord and Savior. Lord, we know that you can do immeasurably, immeasurably more in all that we ask, and so I pray and I believe, Lord, that there will be an explosion, Lord, of students who want to know you, Lord. I pray that your name would reign on that campus, Lord, that your presence would be felt in every corner of that campus, Lord. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just so thankful that Shannon um, was able to go there and to just make much of you, Lord. And I pray as a church, Lord, that we would continue to pray for her, continue to pray for a revival, Lord, on that campus. Mm -hmm. And I pray all of these things in your holy and precious name. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Rachel. Um, We've looked at 
international things that God's uh, allowing us to be part of, and uh, we prayed national, and now we're going to bring it a little bit closer to home. I've asked Jason Corbin, uh, serves as one of our elders here, to pray uh, specifically for a church plant um, in Portland, Maine, uh, called Pauper's Chapel. We've had the privilege of being part of their ministry since they planted uh, about four years ago. So thank you, Jason. Oh, Lord, we love you. Lord, we worship you, Lord, and we... We lift up our brothers and sisters, Lord, at Popper's Chapel in Portland, Maine, uh, this morning, Father, and we also just lift up to you Josh Phillips, who leads as a pastor there. Lord, we thank you for his heart, Lord, uh, his heart um, for Maine. Father, you called him all the way from Texas to the other side of the country to Maine, which is basically an entirely different country. And uh, we just thank you, Lord, that you stirred something up in his heart, and Lord, that he was obedient to that, Lord, and moved uh, all the way uh, to Maine. So we just thank you for uh, his call for missions and to serve that, that community. Lord, we join with him specifically to pray for a few things. Lord, first is just uh, raise up a worship leader uh, amongst them, Lord. And we know that you've identified some specific people there, Lord, but... Uh, Lord, we just pray, Lord, that um, you, know, you know their hearts. You know the perfect person uh, you want serving there as a worship leader and a pastor, Lord. So we just ask that you would do that uh, for them. Uh, Father, as they grow, they're looking for a new space, Lord. And specifically, Lord, we just ask for your favor in delivering uh, the Maine Girls Center and the center of Portland, Maine, to them, Father, so that they can be serving right in the middle of Portland where there's just huge need, Lord, for your gospel. Uh, so we pray that you would just work in the, in the minds and the hearts of the people who are making that decision, Lord. I pray that you would just miraculously just give them favor, Lord, and deliver that, that building to them. And last, lastly, Lord, um, Lord, we just pray, just as Genesis is growing in prayer, uh, Lord, that you would do that in, in the hearts and the minds of uh, the brothers and sisters at Poppers as well. They're starting a new Sunday night service, Lord, and I just pray that that would be an amazing time of just growing deeper in relationship with you and just growing deeper in relationship with each other and as a community. Mm. And Lord, Lord, we just pray for new life, mm. Lord, at Poppers, Lord. Lord, I, I thank you for Josh's heart for seeing... Uh, five more church plants with a hundred people at each one over the next five to ten years, Lord. But I pray that you would even double that, that you would triple that, Lord. And Lord, that they would just be such instruments of your grace and the spreading of your gospel, Lord, that it would spread over from Portland into Augusta and to Lewiston and to Bangor, Lord. Lord, and that thousands of people would be hearing your gospel and be coming to Christ, Lord, and that their lives and their hearts uh, would be changed, Lord. And also, we just pray for the workers, Lord, for them to be able to do that, Lord, so that uh, as people are coming into Josh's flock, Lord, your flock, Lord, that uh, they would be able to care for and love and disciple uh, those who are coming in, Lord. So we just thank you uh, for our brothers and sisters there, and we lift them up to you this morning in your awesome, precious, and holy name. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Jason. Uh, we uh, partnered with a church called Emmaus City uh, in Worcester, uh, not too far from here, uh, also about four years ago, and uh, Mike Sullivan uh, is uh, the pastor there, uh, and it's been awesome to see the work that God has not only begun, but the work that God's doing in the city of Worcester uh, with Emmaus City. So I've asked Kendall, our pastor of discipleship, to pray for Mike and Emmaus City. Lord God, thank you so much for the friendship that you've allowed Mike and I to be able to have and for 
Lord, just uh, me being able to see his heart and the way that he loves Worcester. Uh, Lord, you put that love inside of his heart. You put that passion for that city inside of his heart. And Lord, I just, I pray as he is uh, meeting people, as he's going to restaurants intentionally trying to meet people to share the gospel with, as he's going uh, all throughout different places in the city, whether that's Clark University or just other places, that Lord, you give him favor and that you would allow him to meet people who are curious and who are hungry to know about you. And that God, just by your spirit, you would allow him to speak into their life and you would allow that seed of the gospel to take hold inside of them. Lord, I pray for several different relationships that Mike and others have right now. Um, some have been going two years, I think, about Muhammad. Lord, would you please bring Muhammad to faith in Jesus this year? Lord, this has been the prayer for the last two years, every single January, is that this would be the year that Muhammad comes to faith in Christ. Lord, would you make that happen this year uh, for the glory of your great name? And Lord, just the other relationships, uh, would you please give Mike and Julie and give other leaders in the community favor so that uh, they can see a movement of the gospel in the city of Worcester, which is a really hard place right now. Uh, Lord, I pray for leadership development within the church. I pray that Mike wouldn't have to bear that burden completely on his own, but that, Lord, by the breath of your spirit, that you would raise up leadership, that you would uh, equip people and give people a fire and a passion and a hunger to want to get involved, as Michael was talking about, the Missio Dei, the mission of God. Lord, would you just invite men and women into your mission? Would you um, give them a crazy amount of passion for your mission? And Lord, would the city of Worcester look different because of it? Lord, would the, would the mayor and would the city council people be praying that Mike's church stay open just because of what they're able to do at the refugee center or what they're able to do in the uh, strip clubs and different places that they minister? God, would you allow just would you allow them to do great work in the city? And Lord, last, I just I want to pray for the Sullivan family. I want to pray for Mike as a husband, that Lord. Uh, you would continually pour into him and give him energy and effort and love uh, to give to Julie, who has, has not been well. And Lord, in a lot of ways, uh, Mike has had um, the deck stacked against him uh, with illness and with different issues. Lord, would you please heal Julie this year? Would 2019 be the year where her disease no longer uh, debilitates her, um, but that, Lord, she would be free and that... Um, that it would just be such a blessing to the entire Sullivan family. Lord, help Mike and Julie as parents, help them first and foremost to make disciples of their kids. And Lord, just breathe life into their family so that their family would be uh, such a reference point for the entire community. Lord, I love the Sullivans and I thank you for them. And I just ask your grace and favor for them as well. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks, Kendall. Um, We've been thankful to partner with a church in Natick uh, called Milestone. Uh, they just celebrated two years a couple months ago of being in existence as a church. I've asked Sarah, um, who's on staff as our worship leader here at Genesis, to pray uh, for the work that God has been doing uh, with and through Milestone in Natick. Lord God, I thank you so much for Jay and Holly Mudd, that they picked up their family three years ago from Florida and moved to Natick, Massachusetts because they have a huge heart for that town. God, I thank you for how they have personally impacted me and ministry to high school students in Natick and now at Milestone. Lord, I thank you for the incredible growth that they've seen over the last two years of ministry. I thank you for the new life that they have seen in Natick and Framingham and the surrounding towns. 
God, I pray now for Jay and his family, for Holly as she is homeschooling their four kids and, and raising a little baby. And I thank you for the amazing work that she's doing with her kids' ministry. And Lord, I pray for their leadership development at Milestone for, um, for Jay. I just pray that he would feel an overwhelming sense of your presence and your guidance as he is leading a team of elders and of workers at the church who are often bivocational. Lord, I thank you for people that are so passionate about your mission, about seeing lives changed in Natick, Massachusetts. Lord, I just pray that your protection would be on them as leaders, um, that they would feel the wisdom that only you can give. Lord, I pray for the new location that they are going to be opening in Wellesley um, this year. God, I thank you that they have a passion for multiplication, that they are looking to um, replicate what they've done in Natick in Wellesley for the people of Wellesley. Lord, would you, um, would you allow them to see transformation in that town? And Lord, I don't just pray for big numbers of people, but I pray for depth um, in their community, that they would love you, that these people would grow to love you um, and to want to make disciples of others. Lord, you're doing such a good work in the western suburbs of Boston, and we praise you and we thank you. We just we pray for Jay and Holly and keep them on our minds and our hearts. Praise in your name. Amen. Thanks, Sarah. I uh, want to just finish by praying for uh, the church that we work with that is closest to us. It's a church in Wakefield uh, called Restoration Road. They planted about um, a little over five years ago, and it's been awesome to see what God's doing in and through Restoration Road in Wakefield. I asked Paul, uh, one of our elders here, to pray for uh, Restoration Road. Lord and Heavenly Father, we, we just lift you up as the creator of all things. And Lord, we just are so grateful that by the death and resurrection of your son, Lord, you have established your kingdom here on earth. And Lord Jesus, we thank you that you are the captain of our salvation and the author of our faith. And Lord, we ask you to bring new life to Restoration Road. Lord, that you would just pour out your spirit in abundance upon Joey and upon every member of that congregation. And Lord, we just especially pray, Lord, that um, you would give Joey incredible guidance in wisdom, in discernment, Lord, that you would fill his heart with hope and passion, Lord, for your mission. And Lord, when it gets discouraging, Lord, I just pray that you would lift him up and dust him off and, and give him the, the uh, courage and boldness to keep moving in the gospel mission that you have for him. And Lord, we join... Um, Joey and Restoration Road and praying for a hundred people in regular attendance at their church. Um, Lord, we just pray that you would bring in the lost sheep into their doors. Mm -hmm. Lord, that you are, um, by whatever means, Lord, that you would bring them in by conversations, Lord, by signs on the road, whatever it is, bring them in. And Lord, we don't pray just for numbers. We pray for just the depth of love mm -hmm. and grace and mercy and compassion, Lord, and truth. Uh, to be going forth in that, um, in that community. So, Lord, um, we just pray for Joey's family. Pray for Joey and his wife, Natalie, and his children, uh, Talia and Kira. Lord, just pray your blessings of protection upon them. Keep them healthy and well. And, Lord, um, just encourage them in all things. And so we pray this prayer of encouragement and blessing upon Restoration Road in the mighty and precious name of Jesus. Amen. Thanks, Paul. Um, there's one more church that uh, I want to pray for, and it's us. Um, it's easy to hear words like mission and think that that's something that happens out there. 
but all of us have been invited to be part of God's mission. All of us have been invited to be part of being used by God. And so I just want to finish by praying uh, specifically for us. Uh, wherever you are, wherever you work 50, 60 hours a week, wherever you live, whoever you live with or live around, that is the mission that God has called you to. PC's fit to uproot you to go somewhere else, so be it. But as long as you are here, the mission that God has asked you to be part of is right in front of you. So God, we want to pray uh, as we close. God, with first and foremost thanking that you've made a way for us to know you, and God, that you have invited us to be part of your mission. God, we give thanks for the work that you began in this community uh, nine and a half years ago. God, we are thankful for the uh, people that we have been able to see make decisions, Jesus, to walk with you, to trust you. Uh, God, we are thankful for the many men and women that have made decisions, God, just to want to grow in relationship with you. But God, you have invited us to be part of your mission, which is the salvation that many men and women uh, Jesus would call upon your name. And so, God, I pray for all of us uh, in the places where we work, in the places where we study, in the places where we live. God, I pray that we would begin to see men and women and students and kids through the same lens that you do. God, I pray that uh, our place of work, our place of school and study, our places of neighborhoods and homes we live, God, we would see that through the lens of you are inviting us to be part of your mission there. God, I pray that we would excel in planting seeds, Jesus, of who you are and what you have done. God, I pray that uh, you would use all of us here this morning, God, just to help people in our lives catch a glimpse, God, of how good and gracious and generous you are. God, I pray there would be thousands of stories coming from this one community here of how we got to see your mission move forward, not only in our life, but through our life. Jesus, we want to take time this morning to remember through the celebration of communion, Jesus, what you have done for us, that you have made a way for all of us to know God the Father both now and throughout eternity through your life and your death and your resurrection. So Jesus, we remember what you have done for us. If you are a Christian in this moment when we prepare to celebrate communion, do so with great joy, saying, Jesus, thank you for laying your life down so that I could have life. And if you're here this morning and you have yet to make a decision to say, Jesus, I want to trust you, I just want you to know that is God's purpose and his mission for you, that you would know him through faith in Christ and you can begin that relationship today just by claiming and calling upon the name Jesus, no longer looking to yourself, but looking to him and him alone. So in these moments, as our worship team leads us in song, please enjoy continuing a posture of prayer. Continue, uh, begin to enter into that place of, Jesus, I want to celebrate communion. Remember what you've done for me.